0: Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan Mutant Era, with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 words. Uh, I'm just asking, does it? You're
1: just provoking me for content. (laughs) I see. Which, and you know what? Listen, get it. Go off. You gotta get them numbers. (laughs) Beyonce matters. Beyonce matters more than this white X-Men bullshit we're about to talk about. Yeah, I'm in that mood today. Okay. But anyway, so like I said, what really matters? So right.
0: Nigga, damn.
1: First night, I will be in the stage in the club renaissance seats, worshiping at the feet of the queen, as we all should be. Yeah. Perhaps getting a little bit of sweat or DNA or something on me, maybe mm-hmm. breathing in mm-hmm. something. That feels like that a personal happened.
0: problem that you should talk about to your therapist about though.
1: I've talked to my ther- therapist about this quite a bit for the <laughs> last several months, and he's very happy for me.
0: Okay. It's just the it's just the bodily fluids section I, I feel maybe scuffed up on the line. The rest of it, I was I was with you when you were like right under there worshipping at the feet. I was like, feel it, feel it, feel it, get it, with it. And then you said bodily fluids. I said, mm-hmm, now.
1: Don't be honest shame me. me.
0: Let's take a deep breath <laughs> and center ourselves in the room.
1: Uh, baby, I am centered. I am centered and I am centric in that stage. Were you
0: silenced? Were you silent or were you
1: silenced? Unnecessary. And then the second night, yeah, I will be, so like, you remember the seat map, how there's like the circle, and then yeah, I will yeah. be in the front row of yes. the VIP section at the end of the stage for that night.
0: Oh, you're going both times?
1: Yes. So the first night I will be in the stage, and then the second night I will be-
0: Ooh, a large!
1: Rich Auntie energy, baby. And listen, and this is the thing, listen. I don't mean to sound like, you know, the ultimate capitalist here. I don't mean to brag, but here it goes. We have known this was coming. <laughs> Break My Soul came out in June of last year. Yeah. And I'm not saying everybody should be, you know, springing for the six, $7,000 because I did not even do that. But I'm just saying we knew this was coming for a very long time. I have been mentally and financially preparing for this for a long time. I will not be left out. And this, <laughs> I, this is something that I will remember for the rest of my life. And I have spent more money on dumber shit than these tickets. So I feel no shame, no regret.
0: <laughs> Listen, exactly. Do what you got to do. Uh, uh,
1: that is what I have to do, and it will be done.
0: This is this is now the second episode with a Renaissance tour prelude.
1: Oh, good! I I can't wait to hear the other one. Was that the, was that the one you you recorded just before me?
0: Yeah, Edmund. Okay. Good. Um, okay. All right. So, what were we talking about today? Oh, wait, wait. Let me introduce you.
1: Uh huh.
0: This is Alex. Alex is with me today. You probably Mm. know Alex. If you don't know Alex, go back and listen to some of the episodes that Alex is in. She gives great episode. So so, uh, handle is She Might Be A Witch. So scan Mm. back through the episodes, find She Might Be A Witch, listen up, bless yourself. Um, In the meantime, you don't have to introduce yourself again. You've been... been
1: for one, my Instagram handle is she may be a witch, so apparently I do have to introduce myself again.
0: I would like less from you. The shit's written. They go back, they read. They can read. They know.
1: And if they went and read the first episode I went on, they would be reading the incorrect Instagram handle that you put in the first episode and on the tweets. So hopefully, yes, the listeners can and do read, but I also hope they can listen. But because I love you, we're going to keep talking about this bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you going you gonna to keep coming on this place right in my neck, huh?
1: It's, I'm not blaming you for the, for the state of the... Like, listen, if I thought you were the one who was like responsible for all of this mess that has happened, mm, let's say past X deaths, 10 lives of Wolverine, I would be happy to read you up and down this podcast, but I know it's not your fault okay for no other reason then you're black and they don't really care about what black people think uh in the ex office so how could they be listening to you are you a middle-aged white man
0: who pretended to be japanese no (laughs) then obviously they're
1: not listening to you
0: (laughs) yeah okay all right so today's episode is um an idea that i was playing with uh this is a sins of sinister Episode where I take my co- most corrupted questions and my most corrupted thoughts and make them into things that we talk about here today. So wow.
1: Ash, can I ask, uh, as as both a listener and a guest, uh, is it important that I have read the Sins of Sinister material up to this point to participate in this conversation?
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. So there's so many opportunities for me to to shoot back about literacy and preparedness. All all horses that you've ridden very, very tall before. Mm -hmm. And um, you know what? I'm going to choose peace. I'm going to namaste right through it. So, no, it's not. Important. Well, now, Important.
1: what I will say, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I purchased these, these comic books, but yeah. for you, I did go by uh, my local comic book store the other day, mm-hmm. and I flipped through the pages of the Storm book to see what was popping. I was instantly off-put by how straight mama's hair was again all of a sudden, but we don't really have
0: uh, Let's not. Let's not. It, I feel like we... I feel like we campaigned and campaigned and campaigned and got four good issues and now Silk Press.
1: Well, it's and it's indicative of where I feel like the line is in general, which is that we started to get a little bit of an indication of a move forward. But now we're back to Storm with Stray Hair.
0: Okay, so today's question, today's Sins of Sinister question is, I'm wondering if I should do like a voice Effect on these questions that are meant to be a bit corrupted. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll play. I'll play with it in post prod. We'll see what happens. Right. I don't know why I only talk about with post prod with you. I only talk about editing when you're here. Um. So today's question is: Why do we want Krokoa to fail? Why no, do we no, want? We're, we're to just
1: fail? assuming that we do.
0: Yeah. Why do we want it down? Why do okay. we want it out? Why it. do we Let's want start it broken? There. Why do we want it in the fucking ground? So. I'm going to hit the timer, and our X starts now. Okay, as, as, as is customary, Alex, please go first.
1: Oh, sure. Well, as I was discussing in the pre-show a little bit, I have... Per- <laughs>
0: Did you do that on purpose?
1: No. As I was discussing. Oh, I'm sorry. As I was discussing in the pre-show in the flip. a little bit. Yeah. I have personally reached a point where I have lost interest in reading what these middle-aged cisgendered white men have to say about the minority experience or the meta- or minority metaphor that is supposedly mm-hmm. the center of the X-Men comic book. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to get into every nook and cranny of that because I know that's being discussed across several episodes. But yeah. to the question at hand of whether or not I feel like that means Krakoa should fall, yes. I guess ultimately what I would like to see, especially since it kind of feels like they insist on going that way anyway, is to, I guess, further lean into the kind of subtle divide between Iraqi mutants and uh, Krakoan mutants and perhaps have Krakoa itself go away. Let the Xavierists who want to, you know, tap dance around sentinels and hug white children stay on Earth and mediate conflicts between the earth humans and the real ones who have stayed on Iraqo. And I say all that to say also that the only condition under which I would still care about those Iraqi books is if Marvel made a point to take seriously what it is that these books are supposed to be about and emphasize having non-white, non-male creators on these books, which yes. I know is a tall order. But is it though? Is it though? Is it though? Well, see, this is the thing. Like I was saying, like I think as X Men fans for a long time, we have kind of bought into the idea that, like, well, these are corporate comics; these are valuable properties. Certain things are always going to come with that. But as I was saying. Black Panther right now is a hugely valuable property to Disney, and they take very seriously that those books that are about Black characters need to have Black writers, Black artists, oftentimes Black women, yeah. while we're on the subject, more more queer representation, and just kind of like a deeper, more mature political philosophy than what we're getting out of X-Men
0: right now. Mm-hmm. So very great reason very vaulted reason i respect it i respect the height and depth of the thought give me something pay Hmm? why you want coco go down for some pay give me something i'm
1: sick of looking at jean gray walking around (laughs) with her nose in the air listening to her taylor swift records on her airpods at the quiet council meetings that like for someone who quit the quiet council she sure spends a lot of time standing in the middle of that circle telling people what mutant kind is going to do so i'm just sick of her i'm sick of xavier i guess i know he's supposed to be a sinister clone or something like that i seen in the discord i don't really know or care sinister clone xavier is the same as the regular white man to me just i'm over all of it
0: mm-hmm. you got that little sinister on your forehead
1: no more night crawler. We've talked about it times. so sick of looking at his ass.
0: Why you always got your feet on shit, night crawler? Why? Why you always got those prehensile toes? Just please, please. I'm saying, how old are you? Like, relax, Go, <laughs> Like, anyway, we're at work, baby. Like, put your
1: feet on the ground. Put some shoes on.
0: <laughs> um, why is can, Why can I always see your toes, night crawler? And
1: listen. Some people like that.
0: Red light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you have shamed me, and I do not appreciate this. I thought this was a queer space.
0: Look, listen, I'm all for shame. <laughs> I'm all for shame.
1: I didn't say nightcrawler's toes. Uh, all right, go on. Is that what those are? are they like foot fingers? because oh. they have they have a lot of you know, like he can pick shit up with them.
0: And he's got the one on the back. Not the one on the back. Right, okay. Now. <laughs> I don't know what third foot we're now talking about. A prehensile heel. <laughs> mm. Okay, no, we're done. Um okay. <laughs> dude, why do I want Krikoa to fail? Why do I want Kiko to fail? Why do I want it in the fucking floor? Um because Uh, because fuck off, like, because it's so, it's so watered down. It's so weak. Like Mm -hmm. the, the the promise was so big and the execution is so middle. Like you, you find you're finally free. You're finally free. And you know what convinced me about it? And like I said, these episodes are, these Sins of Sinister episodes are for our most reckless thoughts. I don't want to hear, if you're listening to this, I love you. Just know I love you. But also, I don't want to hear shit. Like if, you, if you just know that none of this is substantiated, none of this is very well, well thought through, I'm going with my most superficial, transient, and petty urges. So,
1: All of this shit is well thought through and correct. So you can come say anything you want to me on the Discord, but you're going to be wrong.
0: But oh, okay. Crazy. Fair enough. Yeah. But regardless, I don't want to hear shit. So, um, yeah, no, fuck it. Like it was never your post money. You, like your post bigotry. You've got freedom. You've got it. you got it. You fucking got it. Everything you were working for for decades, everything that everyone died for. you got mm-hmm. it. You've got resurrection. You've got people back. You've got, re- you could reverse all of this. You have a chance to create a fucking paradise. And what are we fucking dealing with? What are we fucking dealing with, you giving resurrection to people. You haven't even sorted out what you're meant to fucking sort out. You haven't sorted out what you're meant to sort out. Hmm?
1: And the more we let Avengers come and fuck around and Eternals come and fuck around, the more we go out in Central Park fucking around with these humans, the worse things have gotten for us. Right. As we also discussed before, it's not clear to me whether this is an intentional kind of pit in the roller coaster on the way to a story peak later on. It's just the obliviousness of the writers who kind of don't necessarily understand how personally, especially readers of color, uh, take the Krakoan metaphor. But either way, I'm just ready to see it all go.
0: Well, and also, you know what? Forge imagines something better. And if the if the if you show me the cocoa of my dreams in a snapshot in Forge's dream, fuck this thing you got. Even Forge is holding back. Forge was like, you niggas don't deserve it. I know what this could be and you niggas don't deserve it. And like I'm um, yeah.
1: Yeah, the the way that I think that that could be used to do something productive that kind of steers us back towards what I think you and I would like to be is that like so classically, the kind of central conflict of X-Men comic books was something to the effect of there were the, quote, good mutants who were there to kind of protect yeah. the humans and to kind of yeah. wear, go through respectability to try to stop getting killed. And then there
0: were the, quote, it's house niggers and field niggers, man. That's what it was. That's what so, it was the ones who are willing to protect massa at all at all costs mm-hmm. and the ones who are not and if you were willing to protect massa at all costs you were good you were noble you were mm-hmm. a great mutant because and and I think it speaks to like this fundamental wrinkle between the need for majority groups to pity minority groups but also yeah but also not be threatened by them uh, and, then and you know, it, yeah, I no. <laughs> the, also, also
1: the sentiment.
0: Yes, the the X Men, the X Men are a empowered minority, mm-hmm. and so for majority groups, you want to pity them, but you also because you're you're scared, and ultimately you want to protect your your position as top of the hierarchy. You need them to be controlled or contained in some way that doesn't make their empowerment threatening. Mm-hmm. So. The, the mutants are only good insofar as they are using their mutant gifts and using that empowerment to serve you and your interests. As long as they're prioritized about using their power to make your life better and protect you from harm, you can empathize with them comfortably because you can still p- pity them. Their power isn't about upsetting the hierarchy that you just happen to be on top of. You know, you know, you didn't make it that way, but you ain't trying to shake it. Like fuck that shit like that's that's what it is and so fuck that fuck that
1: well so the way then we kind of take that more facile you know mlk versus malcolm x bullshit and kind of evolve it into something a little bit more modern and mature is rather than having it be like a good mutant bad mutant thing have it be an assimilationist mutant that lives on earth following the xavier's principles and then the iraqi mutants who are not out to destroy or attack earth but who have basically said fuck these humans i don't care they're still gates if anybody who is a mutant wants to come up here otherwise mind your own goddamn business and particularly i think if those books were helmed by creators who kind of understood a little bit more I guess experience life in a way that would make them more empathetic to why yeah. that group of mutants would want to isolate. I think exactly. you could have a really fascinating political dichotomy between the two strands of X-Men books that, frankly, for the commercial audience would allow your classic white people X-Men to exist while allowing something more mature and interesting to be the undercurrent of the line. And, like, I know there's a version of that that sounds like it's kind of ghettoizing non-white creators or non- cis straight creators to these Iraqi books. But I think pretty quickly you would see that there's a core audience that, like, if those books are done well, would understand them to be more mature and more nuanced and not feel like a ghetto and
0: yeah, true, true, true. And I, I do think, I do think the X books need to build a string of stories that require Black, queer, Middle Eastern, trans writers to do those stories justice. And I feel like if you've got a if you've got a minority metaphor that does not require marginalised writers, you're not doing it right.
1: Right. If you're not digging
0: deep enough and not talking richly enough, that you need people who understand these stories personally then I don't think you're doing it justice but also you touched on something there that really matters to me which is a lot of people I can see the stupid responses of like yeah but being an isolationist that doesn't get any that doesn't make anything better does it and it's like well no because you people like that never introspect Mm -hmm. they never see an isolationist population and go hold on a minute what the fuck were we doing mm-hmm. that drove you to never want to interact with us again no the onus is always on the marginalized group who've separated themselves and they their moral standing is always dragged down well you know that's not that's not very inclusive now is it now why and, and i would love them to really deal with the question like now why is it we might not want to fuck around with you mm-hmm. let's let's just quickly review the last two three hundred years let's see Hmm. let's see and, and, I, I, and I would love it, sorry, no, just to get to no, the no. end of that, I would love it if those books, these books, instead of being like a sort of top level superficial guidebook of like feel good stories for majority group people to go, oh, well, look, they're so noble. If these books actually started to really interrogate where they sat. If they were like, actually, we as an X-Line have decided that mutants wanting to separate themselves is justified, given the actions Mm -hmm. of humans en masse over time. And Mm -hmm. that's something that we're going to start to tackle in these X-Books, where we're like, fuck, why is it we don't stop? And why is it when we don't stop, we put the onus on them for not wanting to be around this? Like, that's, I think there's there's an opportunity for those books playing in. perfectly playing in the structure that you've talked about Mm -hmm. where that assimilationist thing starts to unpack majority group themes because I think for far too long majority groups have sat down in Xbox and been comfortable because nothing's really about them. Mm -hmm. Their comfort has been protected because no one's interrogating the majority group position politic praxis perspective. I mean I didn't mean to do that but boy listen give me my host cookies because there we go that shit that (laughs) alliteration was Elite, but nobody's—they're the shadow presence in the book. No mm-hmm. one's looking at Orkis, and you know the Toms. Remember that guy called Tom in in um, in the Eternals, the A the the AXE event. Remind me one one human—you didn't read this book. No, was, I didn't
1: read it, but I didn't commit the names of the random human white men who I was never gonna see again.
0: Yeah, there was one human white dude who was like a, a basically he was human anti mutant. He was like he was like a human racist, right? Yeah. So why would I remember this man's name? Because I fucking hated him. <laughs> I saw him. I hated him. I wanted to die. I was literally turning pages like, when is Tom gonna die? When is Tom gonna die? <laughs> I like need, him. I need Tom to die. <laughs> but he should be. Uh, like we we've done so much of the good mutant bad mutant thing that we forget that all of this is happening under the umbrella of humans are fucking shit, yeah. <laughs> and like we need to take more of a look at that. Humans are shit overall. Our- not historically,
1: like recently.
0: Yes, right. right? Yes,
1: it's <laughs> going on right now, and this is the thing. Um, it's not that there isn't room for within what we're kind of loosely thinking of as like the isolationist books to actually interrogate the question of what are the kind of double edges on the sword of isolationism? Mm -hmm. What are the ways that that may introduce new difficulties? What are the ways in which there will still be political conflicts within that circle? But you can do that again in a more like nuanced, politically mature way as opposed to right now where I feel like The only way that the current office seems to understand how to kind of poke at the idea of Krakoa is either by having Exodus say perfectly sensible things, but then being shot down by a white woman or finding some big like world shaking event that destroys it all to make us all go, what's going to happen? There's no like subtlety. There's no nuance. There's no thought to it. It's just kind of gone back to. Weird sci-fi,
0: yeah, and uh, that's it's a big, yeah, it's a big story that's got a lot to mine out of it, and the the you know it which j- I I just haven't seen it pushed the way I would love to see it pushed. It feels like Kokoa has now become the latest stage for big pop, big community battles instead of itself being. The tra- a transformative thing in the way that mutants thought, behaved, act, lived, mm-hmm. and loved, and um, but hey, 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 you know what? There we go. That's the end of our. That's the end of our sinister run on it.
1: Well, can I ask you a difficult question that may be even a bit more sinister? Yeah. Do you expect to actually see any of these changes that we're discussing as important to us in the books? Do you think there will come a time, anytime soon, where there is a palpable percentage of non white male creators and you know straight presenting white women who are kind of bisexual frankly are not a whole lot better by and large so do you think we're actually going to get out of this paradigm anytime soon or is this just how it's going to be because capitalism
0: hmm. real answer uh and it's it's yeah, it's. I mean, How does that
1: make uh, you feel of a consumer of this product then?
0: Uh, okay, so my real answer is no, unless another black person dies on camera in public. And I think unless there's like... Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. When, so. the, when another black person gets lynched on camera and everyone goes, oh, wait, oh, wait, shit. Not sidelining black people might be a priority again for a couple of years. <laughs> I don't know. So, maybe
1: about like six months from now, because of the attention on the Tyree Nichols thing, you think Marvel will finally get its together and have I, black folks writing things other than, like, yes, I know that they've got uh, Victor Laval doing these fantastic things that nonetheless are not particularly well integrated with the timing of the rest of the
0: line. Oh, yeah. and it had to be a it's, it's separate thing.
1: Right now, to be fair, that may have something to do with Victor Levall's specific schedule, but like, eh, whatever. Um, mm. And then there's like this Bishop book. I didn't even open that up. I don't know what's going on. Well, let's let's yeah.
0: hold let's hold let's hold judgment on that until we've read it because Fine. I've seen some I've seen some screenshots. It may be interested. So
1: look, look, maybe. But again, it seems to be another side story rather than something that is like they're releasing it at the same time as sins of sinister.
0: I I just think, I think, um, uh, no, I don't think, I think gradually, 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 gradually we'll go back to assimilation, we'll go back to um, forced integration, we'll go back to humans changing nothing and mutants just being okay with being uh, oppressed and genocided and da 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 da, da, da Because so I think that's what, certain people, that's what some people think is... That's how that's all some people know. And this Krakoa has been a dream of what if it wasn't? What comes next? And I think that's what engaged so many people from marginalized backgrounds, because it wasn't just replaying the bullshit situation that we were in. It was about imagining what it could be, how things could be, how things could be better. And I hope that even if we go back to mm, I hope that even if we go back to some version of assimilation or da-da-da-da-da-da, this has set a precedent for the fact that radical changes in politic actually increase the buyership of the book. Because I'm not I'm not continue
1: putting your coin on the counter physically or digitally for this material. And I'm not talking about canceling Marvel or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But like I said you know, over here in Wakanda we have books yes with black characters but also black writers including black women.
0: Yep. Would I carry on buying them? There's definitely a line. There's definitely a line. Like I fell out of books and I, I I, fell out of books for years before the Krakowin era. So I, I think, think there's definitely, story. yeah. I think there's definitely a line that if we cross again, which is, which is horrible to say, it's horrible to think because what you've just asked me is, what is the future of this podcast?
1: Well, no, because I think there is still... Plenty of room to talk about the parts of this franchise that we have loved. We can talk about the good parts of the Krakoa era for a long time Mm. and once in a while, maybe peel off to, you know, read these white men to filth again. But there's (laughs) still plenty to discuss.
0: Okay, All right. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to close us out there because we're at 30 minutes. So thank you. I think it was a good conversation. I really liked it. I might do more of these ones. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Thank you for sinistering with me for a little thank bit, you. Alex. That's
1: what I'm here for. Uh,
0: thank you, everybody. It's been a pleasure to have you back again. You know, it is. My name is Ashley. My name is Alex, and this has been X of Words. Nice.